welcome to the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I'm your host, Sally Ann Hurley, and I'll be loving the shit out of a variety of topics with you. I hope each episode brings you insight, inspiration, and positive vibes. So let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Sally here. I'm recording this on a Monday evening. Finished work for the day, getting ready to have some dinner, but I thought I would record the podcast now before I start to switch off for the evening. Hope everyone is doing well or as well as can be in the current climate. Uh, Obviously, we are in the midst of the COVID-19 situation and uh, while things are looking quite positive here in Australia, um, obviously we still have a a long way to go before this situation is over Um, and as such it means that a lot of the content that I am doing on my podcast episodes at the moment revolves around a bit how we are managing this situation and how we're all feeling which I think is a good thing because we all need to um, to look out for each other and that's kind of what I'm doing through this podcast. Uh, obviously today is a hot tip episode, I'm solo Sal um, and I want to talk a bit about mourning the loss of this year, sounds quite heavy, um, but then obviously moving forward from this year and looking forward um, to when we can get back to more of a normal life. However, I will be running this episode slightly different to how I normally do my hot tip episodes and that's because I've actually gone out and I guess done a bit of market research you might want to call it um put a call out yesterday uh which was Sunday on my social media feeds and just reaching out to people and wanting to get an idea on some things that they're missing and things they're looking forward to in this situation so obviously at the moment we're quite restricted in what we can and can't do and I wanted to get an idea on what some people are really missing during this period but also what they're looking forward to doing most when this situation uh, start to settles and then I'll go into uh, more of my advice and looking at I guess that mourning and grieving for what could have been in 2020 and how we can move forward and then I'll wrap up the episode with a few more of those comments and uh, wonderful thoughts and ideas that I got from some lovely friends and family yesterday on my social media feed. So Kate, Cowboy Kate, that's a great Twitter name if ever there was one. Cowboy Kate cannot wait to hug her niece and nephew. She misses them. And can I just say, Cowboy Kate, so do I uh, as an auntie to a almost three-year-old niece and a three-month-old uh, nephew, I'm missing them terribly. So I can't wait to give them a hug as well. Greg Blue, actually an old colleague of mine who I found on Twitter oh, probably about a year ago, um, fellow Newcastle Knights supporter. Greg's missing a Sunday morning breakfast and coffee at the Esplanade Warners Bay and cannot wait to get into that. Greg, I really hope that's the first thing you get to do once this is all over. Um, If it falls on a Sunday, how good would that be? Uh, Arabella, who, a bit of trivia, 
Arabella is actually our next guest on the podcast. I'm not going to reveal what the topic is or exactly who she is and why she's on the podcast, but she's a phenomenal woman um, and she's just got a heart of gold and she cannot wait to be sitting on the sand at the beach and just watching the waves roll in, sand between your toes. Sounds like heaven, Arabella. Thank you for that. The legend Brett O'Shank, another great Twitter handle. Uh, Brett is missing a sneaky counter lunch and a schooner in the middle of the workday, mate. I'm right there with you, not going to lie. How good would that be right now? Uh, And especially when the weather warms up. Schooner at the pub in the middle of the day, can't beat it. Over to Philip, the wonderful Philip Morphew, who again, connection to the podcast, was a guest on season one. You might remember I spoke to Dr. Philip Morphew last year and it was one of my more emotional and moving episodes of the season. And Philip is missing sharing his big, warm, healing hugs with people. And can I just say, as someone who has hugged Phil, um, I know what he's talking about because his hugs are warm and very healing. He's a beautiful man. He's also missing a long lunch out on a Sunday with friends. So there's a bit of a theme here. I think people are missing a good old Sunday lunch, um, getting together with some mates. So there's a bit of a theme uh, heading over to my Facebook now, Glenn is missing time with his boys and he actually commented with a beautiful photo of his two grandsons who are just precious. So Glenn, I cannot wait for the day that you get to hug your beautiful grandsons. That's just so precious. Uh, Christy, a dear friend of mine is missing the school run. Who would have thought, hey, parents out there, you're missing the school run and chatting to school mums, which I think is important. Uh, Going out to her local cafe with her family for breakfast on Sunday. There we go. There's that Sunday again. And she's also missing and looking forward to beach trips. Again, I think there is a pattern here with us Aussies. We like the simple things in life, don't we? Romina is missing hugs. Yes, girl, I feel you. Uh, she's really missing them, but also looking forward to them. I can't wait to hug people too, Romina. Jess is missing the socializing and the freedom, which I think is an important point. Uh, she is isolating in more ways than one. I miss talking with people and spending time with friends and having close connections. I miss having the freedom to go wherever, whenever, but a little discomfort is better in the long run. Great perspective, Jess. You're a bloody gem and I can't wait to see you when all this ends. Uh, Layla, legend, misses playing sport and can't wait to play sport. Me neither. I'm really missing Oztag. I never thought I would uh, say that out loud. (laughs) Uh, Lauren is missing taking her four-year-old to the park. Um, She says, we've been doing lots of walks around the block, but I miss the joy of what her son gets from playing at the park and seeing other kids. I bet there's a lot of parents that are feeling that as well too. So good point there, Lauren. Cyclone. And yes, I do know somebody named Cyclone and she is a bloody legend. Cyclone is missing paid work. Freelancing has been tough. It really has, my friend. And I want to just make a quick shout out to anyone who is working, particularly uh, as a freelancer in the arts sector, which is a sector that has been hit so hard by this crisis. I know that there's a variety of sectors and industries that have been, um, but it seems like the arts sector has been a little bit forgotten 
in a lot of the uh, public discourse that's been happening. And as someone who has worked in that sector before um, and is obviously a creative, I you know, have been thinking about my friends in that industry and Cyclone is one of them. Um, and she is an amazing, amazing writer and human being. Um, and before I get into the, the next part, I just want to leave us in this section. Um, Fiona is missing catching up with work friends at Wes. That's a little bit of an inside comment there, but Fee, I'm missing it too, mate. Don't you worry about that. All right, before the episode is out, I will read out some more comments just to wrap things up, but I thought to get into the topic at hand here, and that is talking a bit about how we mourn the loss of 2020 and what could have been this year, and how do we move forward from it? Um, So obviously, when we say mourning the loss, I think we should really start with acknowledging the fact that this situation has seen loss of life and nothing can compare to uh, people and their experiences in whether they've lost a loved one or someone that they know and care about. So I want to start off with that. And obviously, that's very important to acknowledge. Um, And whether it is due directly to coronavirus or if it's someone who has passed away, Um, as a result of something else during this time, I think we do need to acknowledge that that is something that uh, needs the most care and understanding because I know myself, you know, I count myself lucky, touch wood, that I haven't lost anyone that I love and care about in this time and I cannot imagine what I would do if I did. Um, and I just, my heart goes out to anyone who has, and I know a few people that have lost, um, some loved ones over the last few weeks and it's, it's pretty horrible. So I think it's important to acknowledge that first and foremost. Um, but when I say mourning the loss of what this year could have been, I guess I'm referring to, uh, you know, a lot of things that maybe you had planned for 2020, whether you had your wedding scheduled to happen this year or whether you had a milestone birthday coming up maybe there was a big reunion with your family or high school on the cards maybe you had a huge trip planned Um, obviously most of these things have either been put on the back burner or if they take place are not taking place in the form that they normally would Um, and obviously funerals are part of that as well Um, I think it's really important to acknowledge your pain uh, and to have your moments if you're feeling really upset, angry, sad, confused, frustrated about losing these things or not being able to do them this year. That's okay. I think it's very important to acknowledge that pain, uh, to vent, to have a cry about it. Uh, Maybe you put your frustrations or your emotions into something creative or maybe you just take some time to have some some downtime and, and read a book or watch some TV to just kind of escape what's going on. And that's okay too. We all need our time to mourn what could have been. I didn't set a lot of personal goals for this year. I was pretty happy to let 2020 just kind of go with the flow. Um, and while I guess I'm glad that I didn't have anything set in stone planned, um, I still feel like it's a bit of a a lost opportunity in some ways um, and it certainly hasn't turned out the way that I thought it was going to I mean we're five months into the year now and if someone would have said to me 
on New Year's Eve last year that this was going to be our reality in five months, I would have just laughed in their face. Um, So, you know, even for someone who hadn't planned a lot for 2020, I still feel a sense of loss in a way that, oh, like this is not the 2020 that we had all hoped for or all imagined. And I guess because it's the start of a new decade as well, there's always that pressure of when it is those milestone years or a new decade. And uh, I just think, you know, we'd all be feeling it at the moment, but I guess some people more than others. And that's a really good point that I want to touch on. Um, Because going back to that mourning the loss of whatever it was that you wanted this year to be, to some people that might seem minor or minuscule people might not understand why you're so upset about maybe a birthday party that you've had to cancel when you have your birthday every year or maybe a trip that you had planned when you can plan it you know it's not like the place you were traveling to is going to disappear anytime soon um one example i will use in that is you know to anyone who is in their last year of high school uh you know i've i've had a couple of conversations with some young people who are in that position um, and knowing that they aren't getting that last year of high school experience that you kind of dream of um, and you hear about and you imagine and as someone who went through that and had a really great last year of high school through all the trials and tribulations through all the amazing things it was just a year that I still remember quite vividly, um, I understand and I get it and I can imagine how hard it would be to feel like you've had that taken away from you. You know, something like your school formal. Again, so maybe someone who is a lot older, um, they might think that being upset about a school dance is not important. But I think if it's important to you, you have the right to mourn it and you have the right to grieve over it and to be sad about it. Um, So I think everyone's pain is valid. Obviously, there is perspective and we need to make sure that we're keeping that perspective. Some things are worse than others. But at the end of the day, if you're feeling upset about something that you can't do because of this situation, you're allowed to feel that way. So that was my first point. I really wanted to ram that home for everyone um, because I think it's really important. But on the flip side of that, we have to move forward. We have to salvage what is the rest of 2020. We don't really know what that looks like just yet. Um, And we have to look forward to next year and what 2021 could be. God, it sounds so weird saying that because we are really only in May and we still have so much more of this year left. But I guess just given the way things have panned out, it's not uncommon to think of what next year could be. Um, But I'm trying to be positive about it. I'm a big believer that everyone needs something to look forward to. This is something that I live by in my life. Uh, I have said to people when they've asked me for advice, I wrote about it in my book. I talk about it a lot. We all need something to look forward to. Maybe it's something small. Maybe it's something big. Maybe one of those events that you've had to postpone or cancel this year is happening next year. And while it probably seems forever away, this year isn't a complete write-off. Just because we're stuck inside doesn't mean that we can't do things and we can't achieve things. Uh, We can't kick some goals. So 
as I said, we don't know what the rest of 2020 is going to look like. So I don't think all hope is lost on this year yet. I hope that that has inspired you to take some time out to uh, grieve over what you've lost this year, but also look forward to what is to come. Uh, And before I leave you, I'm going to read out a few more of these amazing comments. I was so blown away by the response I got yesterday. I kind of thought I'd probably get like half a dozen. Um, So I'm really stoked with the response and also just people's contributions, uh, you know, and sharing the little things that you were missing and what you're looking forward to, you know, it might not seem like a big thing, but those are the things that matter to us. So I really feel honored that you felt compelled to share them with me. Um, So I'm going to go back to my list before I wrap things up for this episode. Where are we? Where are we? We are at Steph. Steph's answer was great. Mrs. Seeing her family. Oh, and the pubs and cafes. Me too, girl. Can't wait for a drink. Me too, girl. But also, I work in a pharmacy. The owner of the pharmacy was very careful and took measures to present prevent us and our customers from catching COVID-19. He blocked off the front of the shop and had to serve people through a hatch. We must wear masks, gloves, eyewear. We disinfect everything regularly. We encourage people to stay home and we deliver. But last week we opened our doors again, limited numbers in, in the store at once, and now we have perspex at the counters. I guess the point of that whole story was is that I actually miss having customers in the store and the normality at work. I think that is such an amazing perspective because I don't hear a lot of stories from friends that work, I guess, in the retail sector about the missing customers. Wow. It just goes to show what effect this situation is having on us. Thank you, Steph, for your honesty and for that lovely anecdote. Emily is missing spontaneity. Routine is important, but I miss the excitement of not knowing what interactions, events, and learnings the day will bring. Oh, me too. That is such a good point. Patrice, the amazing Patrice, first ever guest that was on the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. My sister from another mister. Patty is missing hugs from her nieces and nephews. Oh, me too. I was actually able to see most of them yesterday, but I didn't get to have cuddles or have them sit on my lap. All in good time, Patty. I promise you that. Michelle is looking forward to weekends. I loved planning what to do on the weekend. Now being home every day, each day is the same and nothing much to look forward to. I miss going out for a meal. I miss planning holidays. Oh, Michelle, we will get there. Keep the faith. Ali. Ali is missing being able to take her babe, her little cherub, her daughter, to the park and out to explore. She's also missing eating and having a drink at a pub and cafe. These pubs and cafes keep getting brought up. Shannon is missing adult interaction, which I'm sure a lot of parents can relate to. She loves her kids, but having a coffee with my friends, I really miss. Oh, Shan, I have no doubt. And I know you love your kids. I know this for a fact. David is missing, oh, he says, can I say human touch? Of course you can. He is missing hugging a friend, hello. And he's also missing live music. Same, that's a really good one. Natalie is missing taking her kids to the park and driving down to Wollongong, getting fish and chips and sitting by the water. The simple things really, oh, how good is that first drive down to the gong going to be? 
it's going to be great, Nat. Just just keep the faith. I'm going to keep saying that. Keep the faith. Claudette, the amazing Claudette, is missing bookstores, cafe catch-ups, and live theatre. You gem. Uh, Nicole, I miss going and sitting at cafes and having a drink and meal with friends and then looking around the shops. Yes, me too. Uh, And Nicole also misses taking her beautiful son, River, to play at different playlands and parks. Uh, All in good time, my dear. The wonderful Deanne is missing live music and theatre, hands down. Yes, girl. Um, And obviously, again, little shout out to the arts sector, again, who have been hit so hard by this. Um, They probably can't wait to have people like you visiting their gigs and theatre productions again to Deanne. And the final one I wanted to read out, and there's a reason why I left this one to last, because it actually gave me a lump in my throat when I read it yesterday. It is from a wonderful friend of mine, Sasha, and I will read it out word for word. With parents in their 80s, I really miss seeing them other than just passing groceries and food to them in a car park with masks and gloves on. Regarding what I look forward to, supporting loved ones to celebrate people's lives who have died during this period with rituals and adequate accompaniment which is very difficult to do at the moment, but so important for grief and bereavement. That absolutely floored me yesterday when I read it because obviously we're missing the simple things in life and, you know, the cafes, the lunches, the pub drinks, the walks in the park, the beach trips, and those things all matter But when I read that yesterday, that really rammed home just the severity of what we're going through. And this, I guess, this sense of loss that we are feeling. And I go back to what I said in the episode earlier of how serious and real it is for the people who have lost loved ones during this time. So, Sasha, thank you for saying that. And again, it It did bring a lump in my throat the second time I read it. So um, I hope everyone is feeling okay and doing as well as can be. I hope you've gotten something out of this episode. And I really hope that we can start talking about uh, some more uplifting things as the year goes on. I've got some really great guests coming up on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. And uh, please just look out for yourselves and for others thank you for loving the shit out of life with me don't forget to like the how to love the shit out of life facebook page and follow us on instagram and if you don't already have a copy of how to love the shit out of life the book you can purchase it now through most major bookstores till next time